The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you're listening to the prophetic voice of our time. And I would like to say God bless you to our regular listeners, and for those of you who receive your healing, your miracles from the previous broadcast, hello and God bless you. I continue to pray everyone for your full manifestation. Amen. And uh, hello to Tracy from Caldwell, Texas. First time she heard the prophetic voice of our time last week. Also, God bless you and hello to uh, Ruben, Jorge, Pete, Edward. Thank you for listening. Marcia, hello. Susanna, hello. Hello, Mac. I know you're listening from Austin, Texas. Audrey, hello. God bless you. I've been praying for you. Also, God bless you. To Anthony, Anita, Rachel, and Roxanne, hello. Hello, Javi and Gail. And for those of you that are listening, God bless you. God is on the move, and we are all getting ready to receive. Amen? And let me share you something. This is, this is good. The Lord just revealed it to me um, a few uh, minutes ago, so I had to share it with you. Several months ago, I don't know why, but I was preparing and uh, somehow I decided that I'm going to change our greetings to our live stream and to the congregation every services. And uh, it has a very significant meaning. Instead of uh, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, I changed it to God's evening, everyone, God's morning, God's afternoon. And by saying that greeting, we are claiming that particular afternoon, that particular time or day belong to Jehovah God. And not only that, we are declaring to the principalities and powers in the heavenly realms, and we're putting them on notice that we know that particular day, that particular moment in time belongs to God. Amen. That is a declaration. The Holy Spirit told me this morning the importance of changing uh, that greeting. Is that amazing or what? I thought, I thought, I just thought of it. It was a God's idea. Soon enough, it's God's idea. I'll be spending lots of time training and teaching the ministry team to prepare them. And I'll be spending more time with them throughout this summer so that I will have any regret that I have shared and imparted to them what they need to know, what they need to hear. And afterwards, my eyes and my focus is set towards the Freedom Fellowship Church in the Philippines, churches in the Philippines in October. I'll be holding the same uh, pastors training, the same conferences and evangelism I am excited about too. And here's the good thing. In this move of God, before the transfer of wealth and influence will manifest in your life, in your business, in your family, in your life, 
what will going to happen is you will fall in love with Jesus all over again. This is the secret of anointing. And this is the secret on walking in the supernatural is our intimate relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is going to touch you. He's going to save you, deliver you, and prosper you because he loves you. And as you focus on him, things will start manifesting. And here's the reason why, okay? Here's the reason why that we need to fall in love with Jesus. And for husband and wife, it is important and you need, you need to pray. And you need to encourage your other half to fall in love with Jesus all over again. Because your relationship and your marriage will be a lot sweeter and stronger. And for those of you that are single and believing God for a godly spouse, fall in love with Jesus. And once Jesus realizes that he's not going to lose you to anyone or to anything, then the godly relationship will manifest. Amen. This is the reason why. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 and 38. I'm going to read from Passion Translation, okay? Jesus answered him, Love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, and with every thought that is within you. This is the great and supreme commandment. It is, it is amazing. And once you are in love with someone, you think about that person all the time. Your decisions, it, it will even change. It will even change your, your taste because you are so in love with that person. Amen? So our marriage will get strengthened if both a husband and wife fall in love with Jesus and will continue that relationship. Amen? And. This is another reason. Revelation chapter 2, verses 2 through 7. Okay? Revelation chapter 2, verses 2 through 7. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. It sounds like you. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked men, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles, but are not, and have found them false. That sounds like you. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. That sounds like you. Verse 4. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. What are the things that you did at first? To put him first, to love him, to minister before him. Right? Okay. Let me repeat again. Verse 4. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. In our present days, abortion, human trafficking, okay? Verse 7, 
He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. It is time to return to our first love, and let us trust him. Let us obey him, and let us apply the principles of the kingdom in every area of our lives. And this is another thing that we need to do, okay? Trust God. He loves you so much. And uh, as far as Jesus is concerned, you are worth dying for, okay? I got negative reaction from spiritual leaders and some religious devils when I preach that each and every member of the body of Christ can be a part of the transfer of wealth and influence. And Jesus did not die for us at the cross so that we attend church services to get fed. We are supposed to mature. We're supposed to exercise our faith. We're supposed to obey his commands as an expression of our love towards him. And when we're mature, signs and miracles will follow us, what Jesus expects of us in Matthew chapter 16. The church, the church is going to be transformed. It's going to evolve. It, it is not going to stay the way it is now, that every ministry has to be under a pastor. It is really not in the scripture. But in the scripture, in order for us to mature and to enjoy the benefits of being a child of God, it's in uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 and 20. It says, you no longer aliens and foreigners, but you have become now a member of the household of God. Our citizenship is in heaven, and we are going to be built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets in which Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. And you know the cornerstone, it is the strength of the building of any structure, is the cornerstone. Okay, so that is in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. Once we got born again, we are full-time Christians. And in Isaiah 61, we were anointed by the Holy Spirit. And we automatically became joint heirs with our Lord Jesus Christ. And you can be in one of the five offices in the banking system, in the government, in the arts and entertainment, by applying God's ways of doing things, by taking over. This is what the transfer of wealth and influence is all about, that it is the will of God, it is, it is the heart of God, that all Christians will mature and they will become financial in the kingdom of our God. If you, if you are led by the Holy Spirit and you have matured and the Lord prosper you so much that uh, you became a billionaire, you became a millionaire, and in your prayer time, the Lord will tell you, Ernestina, I want you to go to Mexico City and I want you to conduct a crusade there. Rent an auditorium and I want you to be there. Well, Ernestina, you don't need to raise funds because you have, you have the funds. The only question that you're going to ask the Lord is, when do you want me to go there? And then you can have your executive assistant uh, to find the biggest area there 
You can pay for the advertising. You can contact the uh, local pastors and ministers in the area. And you can even bring your own team. And this is the perfect will of God that all of us are going to be blessed in order to be a blessing. Okay? That is the heart of God. So, as long as you're listening to the sound of my voice, let me tell you, it is not too late for you. All you need to do is to ask the Holy Spirit to start teaching you things. Okay? And at the same time, when you're in love with Jesus, the Holy Spirit will, will really teach you, illuminate you, and give you the revelation and understanding of the Word of God. And you'll know what to do. Amen. So. The body of Christ is going to emerge as a glorious and influential church. In the prophecy in Habakkuk that the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea, how is the Lord going to do that? The Lord Jesus is sitting at the right hand of Father God, waiting for his enemies to be made the footstool for his feet. So the glory of God, meaning the goodness of God, the holiness of God, the love of God, the power of God. So that will be demonstrated through the body of Christ, through you and me. And, and that is the greater works. Isn't that amazing? We will be transformed in one body. And when we fell in love with Jesus and we're being taught by the Holy Spirit when we are in prayer, the man-made doctrines will go away because we can smell them a hundred miles far. We can discern what is from God because it will always glorify God. It will always benefit his people and you will be blessed as well as the messenger, as the vessel that God used. Okay? So do not look at yourself because you're not called as a pastor. You're not called as 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 an apostle and prophet. And so don't believe that. Remove that thought in your mind and start all over again with the Lord, and He will accelerate the process, okay? Remember, you are joint heirs with Christ, just like me, okay? Let us not look at others as if we're better than them. Let's mentor them. Let's disciple them. This is what God wants, okay? And this is what I've been trying to do in this radio broadcast. So I share with you what I receive from the Holy Spirit. And I pray that the things that you don't know or you're not in agreement with me, I always pray that God will give you understanding. He will make those things clear to you. Okay? And uh, so we need everybody. We are not going to unite with, uh, with our own motivation, with our own ambition, or with our doctrines. But uh, we will unite in Christ. Our unifying force is Christ Jesus, and our language is love, okay? So you can be a pastor, but not within the four corners of the church building or facility. Your congregation will be your employees, will be your, will be your vendors, and they will be easy to train because you know what? They're going to follow you because they are attracted to success. We like victories. We, li- we don't like failures. And the body of Christ will become influential and powerful in our time. Okay? So, uh, so it is not too late for you. Don't disqualify yourself. The only one who can disqualify you is you, my dear. Okay? So 
You may not want to hear this, but the five offices were called by God to operate in every sector of society. Because if you read Ephesians 4.11, it says, God formed uh, the apostles, uh, prophets, uh, evangelists, teachers, and pastors to prepare God's people for the works of service. Until we all united in Christ, that we are all no longer be tossed to and fro by the cunning and deceitful scheming of men, not even demons, but men. Some descendants of the Pharisees and the, and the teachers of the law, who our Lord Jesus called the, the children of the devil, their descendants are here. They tend to disrupt, they tend to limit God and limit God's people. Well, you are free. And now you have to turn your captivity into victory. Amen? Okay. Many of us are working now and obeying the Great Commission outside the pulpits or microphones. Okay? Where God sends you, there is no accident for it. You're going to learn something from it. So enjoy the process of learning. Okay? Because God is going to yank you to where you're supposed to be as if you you did not miss anything as long as you focus on him, okay? We have to tell God's people the great news, the good news of the gospel. We have to preach uh, the kingdom of our God, okay? All of us need to exercise our faith as it is impossible to please God without faith. And the book of James tells us that um, faith without action is dead or without works. Only our faith and our obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ that we'll be able to enter into supernatural. So if this is this training how to enter into the supernatural, if you don't believe me, go to the Hebrews chapter 11 and read that entire chapter. The whole of fames of faithful men and women of God. Okay? And remember, you are also anointed. Do not ask for more anointing. Don't take the other's anointing, like some people told me, asked me, and said, I want your mantle. I want your, I, I want your prophetic mantle. And I was just like, I'm not uh, ready to die yet, because I, I read the, the, the scripture, Second Kings. As soon as the mantle had been passed, Elijah was taken to heaven. I have nothing to show to our Lord yet. I, I still have works to do here on earth and i'm not going to give you my mantle get your own okay isaiah 61 verse 1 the spirit of the sovereign lord is upon me for the lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor he has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed jesus read this scripture he opened the scroll and read it out loud in Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19, I believe. And it says, this time, uh, this it was what? Manifested or fulfilled. And he gave us his name. We are member of his body. So we have the same anointing. If you are part of the member of the body of Christ. If, if you don't understand what I'm talking about and you're listening to this, you need to be born again. Okay, you need to be born again, David. You need to be born again, Steve. All you need to do is to acknowledge that you have sinned against God 
and you ask for his forgiveness, then receive his forgiveness and thank him for dying on the cross and you will be born of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Are you getting this? So each and every one of us, as soon as we got born again, we are anointed. We are anointed and appointed. But it is time for us to mature. There are so many stumbling blocks for new converts uh, by feeding them a lot of spiritual religiosity or yeast. But not anymore, okay? Let us turn our captivity into victory at this time. You know that impartation of anointing is temporary. It's in the scripture. Because if, like for example, I want to be like Billy Graham, okay? All I need to do is to take uh, Billy Graham and ask him to impart that evangelistic anointing to me. No. But if Billy Graham will pray for me and, and, uh, and be a part of his team, then I will pray and I have that anointing. But it was temporary because you know why? You have to walk your faith. You have to obey the Great Commission. If you want your anointing to increase in its intensity and the manifestations, you have to obey the Great Commission and you have to focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, here's an example of temporary anointing. Numbers 11, verse 25. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke with him, meaning Moses, and he took off the spirit that was on him and put the spirit on the 70 elders. When the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but they did not do so again. See, it was temporary. Because we have to walk our salvation with fear and trembling. Okay? It will not be given to us. Okay? Uh, same thing with, uh, with Saul in First Samuel chapter 10, verse 5. It says, After that you will go to Gibeah of God, where there is a Philistine outpost. As you approach the town, you will meet a procession of prophets coming down from the high place with lyres, tambourines, flutes, and harps being played before them, and they will be prophesying. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will change into a different person, and you will prophesy with them. Everybody was stunned. Is Saul among the prophets now? But he never prophesied again. Those are signs. The impartation is temporary. Okay? I've been trying to tell uh, the leaders um, in, uh, in the Philippines. Uh, one time, I held a, uh, a business uh, school and a, and a leadership training. And um, the area is filled with people. There are about 1,200 of them, all leaders, businessmen, pastors. They were so hungry, okay? They were so hungry for the things of God that when I'm about ready to, uh, to minister to them, I was walking down from the, from the stage, the Holy Spirit, whispered to me and said, let me do it. And a strong wind came and they all fell. They all got slain. They were on top of each other, 1,200 plus of them. And I've been trying to tell them that happened not because of my anointing. It happened because they believed that God sent me as a prophet and they were so hungry for the things of God, 
that God answered back. And, and, and I know that their lives will never be the same again. Some of those are now pastoring under Freedom Fellowship Church's uh, ministry. See, it's not depending on us. It's not depending on your education. It's not depending on what you have or don't have. Okay? It's depending on your faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why I am so, in, uh, I am so loving God's ways. Truly, His ways are perfect. Because there is no limitation. Uh, as much as we can receive, as much as we can believe, as much as we can handle, God is going to give it to you and me. Amen? So don't discount yourself or don't disqualify others. Focus on working and walking your salvation with fear and trembling and always ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And I'm running out of time. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023.